Yo, yo, what's going on, Train Hard Lift Strong family? This is your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. And today on the show, we have someone here to share with you all that if you feel like you can't accomplish something, think again. And if you continue to feel like you cannot achieve something, keep thinking, keep thinking, and keep striving, keep pushing until eventually the goals that you want are yours. Our bodies go through so much. Our life goes through so much. Things happen that we have no control over sometimes. But one thing you can control is you, your reactions to something, your reactions to your goals, to obstacles, to to life setbacks, to whatever life wants to throw at you, you have the option to react in a positive way. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump in this episode. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Train Hard Lift Strong Podcast. This is your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing guest speaker on the show to truly share with you all how to find that inner happiness that you need. Whenever you're striving for a new transition into fitness, health, mindset change, you got to figure out that, that, inner, that inner happiness that you need to have so that you can become positive throughout your transformation because that's the biggest thing. You need to love yourself so that you can see your transformations truly so today we have an amazing guest speaker to share with you all her self-experience and life obstacles that she's had to go through and she's came out stronger than ever. So without further ado, everyone, let's welcome our guest speaker, Mandy Smith. Hey, Mandy. Hi. <laughs> hey, how Thank you, you doing? for having me. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Just like I said earlier, I was, I've been striving to have you on the show. So uh, you have amazing uh, just passion and love for for just what you do. So it's, it's truly amazing to have you on here so you can speak at, you know, from your heart and, and all the passion that you have with everything you've been through. Yes. Oh my goodness. That is something that I've been told. And I mean, I, it is something I'm very passionate about. It's been a part of my life for, I mean, since I was young, I mean, before high school, I was mm-hmm. been into fitness. And so it's something I carry with me. I'm proud about it. Um, you know, I've had many ups and downs and yeah, it's, it's definitely a passion. That's so awesome. And people can tell. Whoever knows you right now can definitely tell. I, for sure, can definitely tell. So before we begin, uh, anyone who doesn't know who you are, our current listeners, our future listeners, um, you can go ahead real quick and give a nice little background uh, story about you and how you got to who you are today. Of course. Um, my name is Mandy. I'm 34. I'm a wife and a mom of four kids. Um, and I you know, started not... Like you would think, I mean, a lot of people think that it's just, I work out and, you know, somehow got to where I'm at, but I've had many, many challenges and roadblocks. Um, I struggled with weight at a very early age, uh, going through elementary and into my junior high years. I battled bulimia in high school. Um, I, you know, dealt with, uh, some body dysmorphic issues. Um, you know, just always looking at myself and never feeling like, I was good enough or pretty enough or thin enough. Um, and 
you know, during the time of me struggling, struggling with bulimia, I, I was very, very thin, um, under a hundred pounds. And this is around my sophomore year. And, um, you know, through that with my friends and family that had found out and, um, you know, showed concern, they got me the help I needed. And that's when I got my first gym membership. So that was, um, a big life changing moment for me. I figured out, you know, the way to do this is not by binge eating and then throwing my food up. Um, but instead making healthy options and exercising. And so even though I was an athlete in school, I danced in high school, I was an officer on my drill team. Um, you know, getting into a gym was a shift in my mindset. Um, mm -hmm. it was a place I knew I was going, I had a purpose there, um, to become stronger and to, to treat my body right. So, um, that is where it all started and it just, it grew from there. That's crazy. And when, whenever you had that, um, uh, you went through your bulimia and stuff, whenever you were uh, younger in college, what, what caused you to, to do that? What was like your, your mentality that, that, that made it seem okay to do? You know, I think I wanted something mm -hmm. quick. I was not, it wasn't in college. I was in high school. It was my sophomore year. Um, actually oh, wow. I was going into my sophomore year. So not, excuse me, I'm sorry. It was my freshman year. Freshman. Um, and so, um, you know, I had been the chunky girl, the mm -hmm. little chubby girl. And, um, you know, I played softball when I was really young and, and I did all that stuff. So I was already built like an athlete. Um, and I was never, you know, super, super overweight, but I knew I wanted to be thin like my other friends. And, um, I remember there was another girl in school that had said she was doing it. And I think, you know, by influence, um, it was like, Oh, well this may work for me. Um, and you know, it did, but it had a lot of damage as well. Um, right. and you know, it was hard for me to get out of that mentality of you can do this without binge eating and throwing up your food. You can do this the right way because I had trained my body mm -hmm. to do it the wrong way. So that was the first time. And, and I, it wasn't maybe for about a year that I had done it in, in whole, but I okay. did struggle. I struggled for a long time after that mm -hmm. with not wanting to do it. And, it wasn't until, um, you know, even though I had my gym membership, even though I was working out and I was not throwing up, I still had the desire. Like I wanted to do it. I was like, okay, I feel guilty for eating. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. You know? And so, um, it wasn't until I, um, got pregnant with my first son, who's now right. 16, that mm -hmm. I knew that this is not what I can do. Okay. Um, I have now a child I have to take care of. I, you know, on top of that, I was honestly struggling with morning sickness to begin with. Okay. Okay. Pregnant. Right. So it was not by choice, but, um, after I had him, I looked at life differently and I knew, you know, Mandy, you have to change how you do things. You cannot ever go back to the way things were. Um, and so, um, that's when I hit the gym. I had been at Bally total fitness in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I had my son early, I was, um, 18, almost 19 when I had my son. So okay. right after that, I, started, I was eating. Okay. So I don't know if you ever, if you remember 
this six week body makeover thing. It was back uh-huh. in the day, early two okay. thousands. Cause my son is two thousand. Uh, was born 2004, okay. six week body makeover. It was literally like you took this quiz, you saw how your body responded to the carbs at different times of the day. And you built your, your, um, diet accordingly. So, okay. um, my, I, I knew someone that had this and did the program. So they offered me the kit and I took the quiz and basically I, that was like when I started learning about all the, you know, ins and outs of proteins and carbs and fats and macros. And so, um, I counted all of it. I would eat my egg whites and grapefruit in the morning. I'd introduce carbs in at, at lunchtime and, and my body responds better to carbs in the evening and okay. afternoon, no carbs during the day, like morning uh-huh. time. So, um, with that, I, I was able to lose the weight I gained with in my pregnancy. I gained 200 pounds with my son. I went from like 120 to 203, and um, that was hard for me. So, somebody that had struggled with being bulimic before and body dysmorphic disorder, mm-hmm. like then all of a sudden, boom, I have a kid and I'm overweight again. So, right, right. Um, that was very hard to um, mentally accept. And uh-huh. so when I found out about this six week body makeover thing, I was like, okay, this is something I'm going to try. So what it taught me though, was to portion out my sizes, to eat the right foods. And, um, I mean the weight I was very young, so the weight melted off of me. Um, and so I was in the gym. I had, I bought a lifetime membership to my gym and okay. I, you know, still have that membership to this day. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's when I just started getting real serious about this being a lifestyle and it's been a journey. Right. How much, how much of it? Cause obviously it is a lifestyle, like the way you eat, the way you move, everything. It, it just, it's just how you're supposed to, you know, it's a, like, like you said, lifestyle. Like, if there's no other way to kind of explain it. Cause it's, it's now a routine habit that you need to do every single day in order for you even if you're not looking to shred up or, you know, get completely lean or whatever, but you just want to stay healthy, it is a lifestyle. But how long did it take for you? Do you feel like in order for you to be aware and understand your body? Because one thing I like that you said is that your body reacts differently to carbs in the evening. So you don't eat them in the daytime. Now, a lot of people don't know that about themselves. So like, and that takes awareness of yourself, paying attention to, to how you eat and what happens to your body and how it reacts to whenever you eat food. So kind of how long did it take for you to, to realize that, to be more uh, aware of your own body? This, I started learning this. Um, I had a, a glimpse of that whenever, mm-hmm. after I had my first son. Um, and he, again, he's 16. So, um, you know, then I became a single mom. And so during that time, I, I still kept the knowledge I gained from diet and nutrition mm-hmm. And I'm a person like when I want to learn something, I dive all in. So of course I read plenty of books on nutrition and, you know, complex carbs, processed carbs, you know, all the ins and outs. And so I knew that much. I was fascinated by how my body responded to, I mean, I could tell you a difference if I was to diet right now and change my morning from eating grapefruit and egg whites and, and some avocado to eating oatmeal. I will see a shift in, in my body. It responds differently when I take it in and out of carb. So I have had many years, um, with experimenting. Um, you know, I then, after I started learning about that, I, um, I 
remarried and I had a couple more kids. So uh -huh. with those pregnancies, I was a lot more self-aware. Um, I did not gain nearly as much weight. Um, I was a lot more active and um, I wanted to put good into my body. So I think that is the mental switch that has to happen is that you have to want to do good for yourself, to put mm -hmm. good in. It can't just be, I want to look like X, Y, Z. It has to be, I want to feel good. I yes. want to be stronger. Yes. I want to do put good in to increase the longevity of my life. Um, those are the things that drove me and still to this day drive me because good, good. still to this day, it's a journey for me. Mm -hmm. There's, mm -hmm. there's, there's goals I want to reach. There's things, but I look at life differently than I did 10 years ago. Um, right. and so through these chapters of my life, through these seasons, I've gained a little bit more knowledge. I've a little bit more, I've listened to my body. I've learned, I've grown. Um, and that's why I always go back to, this is a lifestyle. There mm -hmm. have been ups and downs. I've gained weight. I have four kids. I've gained weight every pregnancy and every pregnancy afterwards, I always go back to what I did the first time, which yes. is a, a very, um, it's a regimen. It's, it's very, it's for me, it's strict, but I love it. Like I, I feel good when I'm on it. Right. Um, that's it you. Me, yes. It gets yes. me back to my goal weight. It gives, it gives me a sense of control. Mm -hmm. I love to feel in control. And this is one thing I like to, you know, I can control, like I can control what I put in my mouth. I can control, you know, what I'm eating. And so um, in a world that we live in that we can't control much, this is something that I, I love to do and know that I'm doing the best for my body. So yes. Um, Gosh. Yeah. So I um, um, was diagnosed with hypothyroidism when I was, 24 almost 25 mm -hmm. and so that was um a year of my life that was really hard i had a miscarriage i struggled with low energy i gained some weight um you know and then i had gotten pregnant afterward after i figured out all the how to balance it i've been on synthroid for over a decade mm -hmm. um and so that was another bump in the road, but I learned how to manage my thyroid issues. And, you know, I will see and run into women and talk with them and they're like, well, I have hypothyroidism yeah. and they don't know that I have it. And I'm like, well, uh -huh. I, I do too, you know, and, there you go. Good. You know, let me tell you, don't let that stop you. Don't let that put a mental roadblock up because believe it or not, your mind is so strong and mm -hmm. your mind, you're going to believe whatever your mind tells you. Okay. So yes, yes, <laughs> I absolutely. Mean, if, I, if I tell myself, Mandy, you can't do that. I, I'm going to believe it. But mm -hmm. if I tell myself, Mandy, you can do this and you will do this. I'm going to believe it. So I am constantly telling people, Hey, it's okay. You have these issues. That's fine. Or these roadblocks, you can get past this. There's ways around it. So let's, let's figure it out. And maybe we'll hiccup, but don't give up. Don't give up on yourself because yes. there's so much more, you know? So absolutely. That has been what I've gained along the way. Um, and, I, and again, I, I've had uh, many struggles personally, um, you know, and I've, I've had injuries. My lower back isn't hundred mm -hmm. um, percent. My, my chiropractor, whom I love dearly, like has told <laughs> me, Mandy, you don't need to lift. Like you need to not do squats and, okay. and lift heavy. And you see me, I'm, I'm lifting and I do it though. I listen to my body. I go to see him for, you know, adjustments and maintenance, but okay. I know my body yes. well enough to go, know that I'm not going to hurt it. 
Yes. Um, if I do feel like, hey, today is not the day for you to lift me, I listen. I don't go, okay, well, I'm going to go anyway and, mm -hmm. you know, see if I can do something and, you know, hurt myself. So right. I think that learning and listening to your body is most important. Don't worry about what, you know, somebody else is doing and what works for them because that, that may yes. not and most likely is not going to work for you. Yep. You know, and I so, agree. yeah. Um, but I used to, I used to believe that too. And it's not until you, and not until you go through these things and see the results and learn your body that you start believing, you know, mm -hmm. and it's challenging. It's, it's not easy. I mean, it's, it's not something that is, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And, you know, that is, I wish I could say it's easy, but it does take effort. It does take work. It takes, um, commitment and dedication. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it's worth it, you know? Yes, absolutely. I do everything that you've, you said so far, like about learning about your body and listening to your body and, and all, everything you being one-on-one, -on -one, I'm huge with, with mind to body connection. That is huge to me and vice versa. Body to mind connection is also big because, you know, just like you said, you're, you're going to do things that you can, that you tell yourself you're going to do. So like, if you believe you can do something, it'll eventually happen. And same thing with your body, talking to your mind. If something doesn't feel right, then you need to listen because then you're going to push to further injury. But one thing also, too, is that when, me as a coach, I, I've grown, right? Just like you have grown, too. And, and everyone out there who's a coach or whoever um, is also learning as well. But I used to always think that everyone has an excuse, right? Just like how you said, well, uh, people tell you, like, well, I used to have a hypo, hypothyroid, right? And, and they don't know that you had it, too. And that's a huge struggle for you. Um, but now my mindset has has kind of shifted to the point to where it might be an excuse, but it's more of just they they don't know. They don't understand what they're capable of, their potential, and they don't understand um, how to go about it, like how to eat right or how to train right, even if they have that hypo or hyper, whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. So I think uh, self-knowledge of yourself is major, and everything that you've said so far is truly, truly, like, dead spot on and one thing that I, I want to learn more of is is from you is especially that that first pregnancy when you where you gained that that weight right it it, it basically happened after the years of of you being bulimic right yes so to touch on what you just said about an excuse i love to use the word roadblock because i look yes, at my yes. life as like a road okay mm -hmm. i literally visualize a journey and how yep, I look at yep. like a year is like a big circle, like I'm making a big circle and like in my head, I have this own little thing going on. But so I'm driving down the road in my head, doing my thing, working out, eating right. Boom. There's a roadblock. There's construction. Sorry, you got to go another way. But I got to go that way because that's that's the direction I'm headed. Right. Right. So there has to be another route like you have to get around it. And that's mm -hmm. I, I'm a pusher. I'm a you know, I'm a go getter. So I am the one that's going to go find that, that way. And that's what I want to teach people that like, Hey, there may be a roadblock, but that doesn't mean you just stop going. You, mm -hmm. you still have to go. So, yes. um, but so that goes back to like whenever, um, and again, like I, I was blaming for about a year. Um, and you know, it was a drastic, I mean, I, I was, but the thing is like, I'd lost this weight. And I still wasn't happy. Like I lost this weight. I was super skinny and I'm still looking in the mirror going, Oh, I, you gotta get skinnier. You right. got it. Oh, you know, wow. It was like, it was like a switch in my head and mm -hmm. all my friends were like, Mandy, you're so thin, you know? And 
it didn't matter because to me, I didn't see myself as that because I wasn't right mentally. Right, um, right. I didn't look at myself and love myself the way I should. Okay. So after I learned that, which took years, I mean, I think self-love is an ongoing thing we must learn still yeah. to this it's day. Like every I'm day. still learning. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but I've grown so much. So when I um, got pregnant, uh, you know, one, it was a surprise pregnancy. I love to say right. that instead of any other word. And so okay. like I, um, I think emotionally was shook. Um, I, you know, I was ready to go off to college with my, for my friends and, um, you know, I was actually on birth control. So that was <laughs> crazy for me. Right. And, um, and so it was a change in life. And I think I immediately, I remember the night that I found out I was pregnant, I went to Gringo's, which is a Mexican food restaurant and just ate tons of chips and salsa and enchiladas, like, mm. which is exactly what my pregnancy was, was tons of, <laughs> you know, Mexican food. Right, right. Like, that's my favorite. That's good. Minus, minus the margaritas, but I'm like, uh -huh. okay, you know, Virgin I got to find, I got to find comfort somewhere. So that was what I did. Like I found comfort in food again. Okay. I went down okay. this road. And so, um, you know, I, I struggled. I, it's hard to even remember because it seems like so long ago, like another lifetime. Right. But, um, I knew that I was not, I thought there's just no point. Like mm -hmm. I'm already gaining weight. I, I'd go to the doctor. I'd had gained 40 pounds. I'm like, well, I may as well oh just keep God. eating. So wait, well, as, what'd your doctor say? Like what, what kind of advice were they giving you? If you, if you remember or... so my doctor, you know, had told me, you know, you're, you're gaining a lot of weight. The, the, um, the pregnancy was like a high risk. His head circumference was a lot larger in utero. So okay. as we went down the pregnancy, I was considered high risk simply because of the measurement of his head. Mm -hmm. um, later we found out because I had got, I had went and before I had had him, they make you step on a scale, which I think is just tragic for any woman. Hey, before you give birth, let's go weigh you. Like, no, yeah, so I you can just, compare ah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't wow. want to see. <laughs> so, but I remember it. It'll never leave my brain. Like 203. Okay, fine. Oh, let's man. See. Right. So now let's go have a baby. Uh -huh. So um, anyway, after I was discharged, they make you step on a scale, or they did at the time. And so okay. I had dropped 35 pounds. Right there. Like right now, after he, you know? Yes. He granted he weighed eight pounds okay. and there was, you know, the placenta and all that stuff. But I mean, wow. I was full of fluid. Yeah. Um and so um I don't know why my body held on to so much fluid but i was very grateful i was shocked that i was like wow this you know a large part of this weight just went off like within you know a couple of days of having him right but i still had to lose weight um right, you right. know and so i knew that and again i knew i was going to have to do it the right way there was no cheating and i knew that at that point i had matured i was a mom i knew i didn't want to take that shortcut i knew that that could i mean my mother, I remember her telling me, well, the Karen Carpenter back in the 80s died of bulimia. I don't know who this person was, but apparently it was, you know, <laughs> okay. enough for her to tell me. And I'm like, that struck that struck me. I'm like, I don't want to die. Like, I'm not, that's not what I want to do. I just, I want to mm -hmm. look pretty and skinny. Like, that's not what I want to do. But I was so young. So my mentality then wasn't right. right, um, right. As I aged and I had, I became a mother. It was like, okay, there are other ways. So eating right. And I looked at it and I learned it's, the calories you put in versus the calories you put out. It's honestly that simple. Um, yeah, when it comes down no to it. No matter if you're doing keto or, you know, high carb, low carb, high fat, no fat. 
It's yep. your calories in, calories yeah. out. How much are you expending versus how much you're taking in? Yep. And so I learned that um, at a very, very early age. And with mm. that, um, it grew into now me doing a lot of non-restrictive dieting, um, just making sure that I am exercising. But it was hard mentally with those nine months of mm. loving myself. Um, look, I, oh, getting dressed was tragic. I mean, it was like putting on, I just didn't want to get out of my, I, oh, I wish I could show you a picture of something. I don't even know if I took a picture during this time, but I just, I didn't want to do my hair. I didn't want to do my makeup. And mm -hmm. I am such a girly girl. I have always been like this. And so I just got to the point where I was just, I was just existing and it was eating me up because I am so much more than that. Yes, you know, I have yes. so much more to offer than just existing, just going through the motions every day and the toll it took on my body, how hard it was to walk up and down stairs or, you know, all that pushed me. Like I knew it wasn't going to happen overnight, but I knew that every day I was going to get stronger and healthier. And I may have not have been there where I wanted to be, but I was on my way. And I love saying that mm. I love saying I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way because yes. there's always something we're reaching, right? Yes, um, and that's, that's just good to say to yourself. It's good yes, positive, you know, yes. affirmations to say. Yes, you know, and so and I even say that if I'm really going somewhere and I'm late. I'm like, I'm on my way. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always late. But I'll be there. I'll be you. there soon enough. <laughs> but that's funny. Girl, like, um, it's. I tell myself that I'm like, and even like I said, I have goals right now. Um, I was prepping for a show, and then all this um, COVID nineteen stuff happened, and. And I had never done a show. I've been told my, you know, entire adulthood, you need to do a show. You have the aesthetics for it. Um, I don't know if I really want to do a show. I don't know if that's something I want to do, but I thought, heck, you know what? I should do it just because, but um, yeah, all this happened. Shot. Yeah. And then the COVID stuff happened and then, you know, homeschooling the kids has kind of gotten, you know, that became priority. So mm -hmm. um, I had to put that on the back burner, but I still have like goals to this day, you know, yeah. um, I, I slowly did a slow bulk for a year and now I have to slowly lean out from that bulk, which for me, I'm an impatient person. So I find that, um, tedious, but I know that, you know, every day I'm getting closer to my goal. So, yes, yes. Um, and, you, and you still get it done. You still, even though you gotta be patient, you gotta go against who you are because you know that in time you'll get there. Yes. And that's mental discipline. So yes. that boils down to beautiful, not instant gratification, Yep. but doing it like when I know I'm not feeling a hundred percent, but I still get up and I go do my workout because I know that's what my body needs. I go do yoga, even though I have a million other things to do. And the last thing I want to do is meditate and sit there and do downward dog into the Cobra. <laughs> I like right. do it because and I feel so much better afterwards. Yeah. And I know that's one step toward the right direction. And if I didn't do it, I would be stagnant or going mm -hmm. even backwards. So I always look at each day as a day to make a little bit of progress. Yes. And and you may not see it on the outside that day, but you feel it on the inside. And I mm -hmm. believe feeling it is so much better than seeing it, honestly. Because Oh my gosh, yes. If I feel good, I am such a better person. I'm happier to be around. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I could walk around looking shredded, but if I'm miserable, you don't want to be around me. Like, right. you know, but so that's why I'm like, I can feel good. I may not be walking around ready to get on stage, but I feel so good and yes. I'm in a good place. And that yes. is, that has so much value. And I don't yes. think people, 
put a lot of value in that or it's not as much as they should, yes. you know? Uh-huh. 100%. So. One thing I want to share with you, that was, that, I like that you said that because uh, just the other day, I, um, I, I was training a client of mine. He's, he's ex-military and, um, and he's, you know, kind of let himself go a little bit. You know, he's just not as well in shape as he was before and he wants to fix that. Um, and he's got a birthday coming up in December this year and he wants to, you know, get help to, to achieve his goals that he has for himself. And that day I just met him. It was our first time, first session. I just met him. And within the hour of me talking to him, going through a small, low impact workout, the energy in him completely changed. Like the, the person that I walked to and shook his hand was completely different whenever I was saying bye. And he, I asked him, I was like, hey, how do you feel? And he was like, you know, I feel great right now. And he smiled. Like he's, and, and I felt like the, the, positive, like the positivity in him and, and, and just how, how great he felt about him right then and there. You know, he might not be happy about him and how he looks yet, but he felt great about moving his body. And that is something that he's going to hold on to to help him go through his journey. Yes, because he's focusing on right now. And he's proud of what he's accomplished. And yep. um, I mean, like I said, I there are days when I don't want to go work out. I mean, yeah, I'm same, human. Same here. I'm human, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I am always, I never leave the gym disappointed. No. I never have ever left the gym regretting a workout. Mm -hmm. And so it may just be, you may not go in there and kill it like you did last week. Don't compare it to last week. Today's a new day. Yep. Don't compare yet today to yesterday, you, you know? Um, and so that's how we have to look at things. I mean, mm. um, and I mean, I privately, I, I was a personal trainer, so I didn't really mention that, but like after, um, my, I have a, so I have three kids, a 16 a nine, a 10 and a three year old. But after my nine year old oh, wow. was born, yeah. Big so family. My, I know. Yes. So my, <laughs> after my nine year old was born, I decided to become a personal trainer because I basically lived at my gym. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, it was so, um, awesome to train people and even you know if they're not reaching their goal but they're working toward a better them there's a sense of pride that you get from working toward a better you yeah you know and i mean that's priceless you know yeah, there's nothing and, and like it no and you're not you're always gonna go you have seasons in life that's what i say to people like you're there's always gonna be a time when you know you think oh I may have been better that time or hey, you may be looking forward to a time where you may be at your peak, but it is high and low all the time and you mm -hmm. have to enjoy each season and appreciate it. And, um, and so that was one thing I loved whenever I was a trainer. And so I still privately train a couple of clients and mm -hmm. I love seeing them and they just feel I, uh, even like, like, like you said with your, the person you just met, like, just with one session, like it's been kind of scattered with um, sessions lately with my clients. But when I see them, it's just like, Oh girl, I'm so I feel so much better. Like, <laughs> right. it's, like it's like it's therapy. It's yes. therapy. Yes. It's so many releases. Weight. So many releases. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. So um that is so important. And um I think that if we can just make that switch mentally to looking at like, hey, I'm not going to, you know, cut out a picture, which I, I you know, sometimes it's like, okay, cut out a picture and put it on the mirror of what you want to look like. And and I think that's good if you can do that with a healthy mentality. Yes. Um, I like that you said that. Good. I love vision boards. 
Yep. I love too. vision. I hate, I created a vision board once with this huge mansion on it and like this Bentley SUV and yeah. you know, all this stuff. And, 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 and my husband's like, we need a realistic vision board real quick. <laughs> like it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Realistic real quick. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? This is a realistic. Yeah. And he's like, no. And so, but that, that had a point like, yes, it did be realistic. Mm -hmm. How do you want to see yourself in a year? Where do you want to see yourself in a year? Sure, everybody wants to look like the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model, mm -hmm. but is that realistic for you? And how yeah. do you want to feel? And what you know, what do you want to gain on this journey along mm -hmm. the way? And start journaling that. I write things down. I love blogging, which is why I'm building this website because I love, love, love to talk. Obviously, there you go. Um, but you know, how? What do you want to gain from this internally, mentally? Um, what emotional intelligence are you wanting to gain from your journey? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and realize that once you reach that goal or that where you think you want to be, you're going to want to go a little bit further because that's yes. human nature. <laughs> it is. You know, I like that, man. Cause it's like you, um, you know, I, I remember the first time I, I strived so hard to hit four or five on deadlift for the longest time. Like I was, that was it. Like every day I was doing what I could to get that PR. And as soon as I got it, I was like, I wonder if I can do the same thing on on squat and then after that i was like i wonder if i could do the same thing in my career and that, then after that i was like i wonder if i could do the same thing in my life and it just kept kept domino affecting into different parts and avenues of, of my life and and just like you said you're gonna you get a little taste of of success even if it's something small like you drank a gallon of water today then yeah. you're gonna do that tomorrow and it's just gonna keep going on from there yeah because you know what because you're starting to believe in yourself mm -hmm. and you've proven mm -hmm. to yourself hey i can do this well, if I can do that, then I can do this. Yes. And once it, and then, wow, how good is it to feel, you know, two, three years down the line, looking back and going, I have come so far, <laughs> all these little milestones. Yes. If I can do this, I can do that. And it just keeps growing and the self-love keeps growing. And, you know, and then you become passionate about it like me. And then you're just like, you know, Hey, I want to show you how to do this because this is the coolest thing ever. And let me teach you, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, and me with my social media, because I'm like this, obviously behind the scenes, but like my friends that I know personally are like, you have got to get on social media because you have so much to share. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm 30, I'm 34 years old. I'm old. This is like, you know, for the people in the mid twenties that are mm -hmm. cool and hip. And, um, <laughs> cool and but, hip. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have found so much love within my community and my followers are awesome. And I have just had such positive feedback of the influence I have on even these younger, the younger generation, um, young ladies in their mid twenties that ha don't have kids yet. Um, mm -hmm. little did I know, like I would be an inspiration to some people. So, um, I think that that's what you have to do is just accept who you are, love who you are, accept the challenges you face and, and work with them. And, you know, that's your story. We mm -hmm. all are here. None of us are the same. None of us walk through life in the same shoes. Yes. And so once you appreciate love and nurture who you are, you, you know, it's, 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 I mean, you can do whatever you want. I truly believe that. I believe it too. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's just, it's just what it is. Like, it's just, it's nourish yourself, love yourself and give yourself, you know, love. Just take care of yourself every single day and improve yourself. Cause I always tell people, you have no idea how much potential you have. Like 
you are, it might suck today. You might be huffing and puffing going up one flight of stairs, but that's fine because the potential is inside you. All you got to do is find that road, like get up there, you know, and that's, that is huge. And I love that you said that. But one thing I wanted to ask you because um, I, I, I want to know uh, what it, what it's done for you, but what are like three big benefits that fitness or self-improvement lifestyle change has done in your life for you? Yeah, that's a great question because I could list more than three, but you know, um, I think that the, the biggest thing has been confidence. Um, you know, I think that you can see anyone, any shape, any size, and you can see and point them out people that radiate confidence. It's just, it radiates. I don't care if you're 500 pounds or 50 pounds or whatever, you know, when you are confident, you glow differently. Mm -hmm. And so that is probably the most important thing that it has given me. Um, you know, along with strength, I'm strong and that has taken a lot of time. Um, I think as a woman, I wanted to be strong. Um, in general, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know why I thought, you know, I never wanted to be a power lifter, but I knew I wanted to be able to protect myself, protect my kids. I knew that, you know, muscle, um, building strong muscle mass, um, over time, you know, reduces your chance for osteoporosis, degenerative mm -hmm. bone disease. I knew all these things and I'm like, I don't want to be 80 years old with a hunched over back, you know, Yes, same. I want to be. I want to be strong. I want to be an eighty-year-old yeah. that's killing it. You know, playing like, football outside. I be an eighty-year-old J Lo. Like when she, gets, <laughs> I know when J Lo gets to be eighty, I, I'm. That's going to be me. Like you know, come yes, on. Yes. So like anyway, I um. So that's kind of like what I look at. Like look, I'm looking years ahead over here. I'm like, how am I going to look at eighty? Well, I got to start and that's, now. That's what it's all about. That, yeah, that I, I got to start yes. now. Yes. yes. So I'm over here, you know, curling those bicep, do my bicep and squats because. I'm going to be a strong 80 year old. So I think strength because of all the, um, benefits from it. And I'm not saying you have to go out there and lift super heavy. You do moderate weight. Just that's good because yep. also as you age, you get into your thirties, you start, it's harder to grow muscle mass or lean mm -hmm. muscle mass in your twenties. And that is the time. I mean, you need to build it while you can, because as you get older, I have a lot of I had a, older clients that wanted to build that lean muscle mass and it's so much harder in your forties and fifties. So you want to gain that. Nothing is impossible. It is possible. And I know would never say don't do it because it's right. harder, but you know, you want to start as you want to start yesterday. So that is something that for me has <laughs> been a big deal. Strength. Yeah. That's good. Get on. Start yesterday. So, so, and then one of the third patience. It has taught me patience because I am impatient. Wow. I am like a here and now girl. Yes. Um, and so what, one of the most valuable things that has taught me is to just be patient, to let it take, let the process do its thing. You know, it's not yes. going to happen overnight. You didn't gain if it, you know, I didn't gain 80 pounds overnight. You know, I gained it quickly, but mm -hmm. it wasn't overnight. So I didn't think, you know, it was going to come off overnight. You can't, you know, you can't expect for things to be a quick fix. And most likely if they are a quick fix, if you're doing some quick fix, it's not, it's going to, you know, you know, it's sustainable. It's going to relapse. You're not going to, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. um, that is one thing that I have valued so much as patience, understanding, Hey, 
it's okay. You're going to get there. What's the rush? Like, you know, there's, you know, enjoy it, learn from it. Um, and, and that has really been helpful for me. So yeah, confidence, strength, and patience are like big deals in my life. That's crazy. I've never, I've asked a, a lot of people that question. People haven't even asked me, me that question, you know, like, but what are some benefits that fitness has given you? Like, why, why do you do it? Or what has it done in your life? And, um, I've always been very patient as a kid. Always been, so I guess it's never been my answer, but I've, I've never heard it from other people. And it's so crazy because I guess because I'm kind of patient that it doesn't even come to my head, but patience is, is extreme. Like, just like you said, like, this is a, uh, a journey that takes a long time. Like, just like you said, doesn't, you don't gain this weight or you don't get completely out of shape. Um, and you know, six months, seven months, you know, it takes time. You've been living a bad lifestyle for five, seven, 10 plus years. And you expect to change even in four months. Like it's going to take some time. Like you're going to have to not just change your body and your food. That's easy stuff. You just follow follow that, but you got to change the way you view yourself. And that is going to take some time. It does. And just like you said, viewing yourself is takes just as much exercise as getting up and going to the gym or working out at home or whatever you Uh do, make it a part of your routine to work your mind. Tell yourself positive affirmations. I know it sounds cheesy. Nobody's looking at you while you're looking at yourself in the mirror. Nobody's going to see you compliment just you. yourself. Just you. <laughs> just you. Unless you, want, unless you want to make it a story, you can do that. But like, uh-huh. I, I seriously just, no one's looking. Tell yourself how great you are because everyone is great. And, yes. you know, um, that it starts there. And, you know, like uh, something that's huge on my page is my glutes. Okay. I have been working on my glutes for almost three years. Solid. I, I started. Yeah. That's okay. work. Three years ago, well, almost it, it, it like two years and let's just say eight months. Okay. Um, I bought some bands off Amazon and I'm like, I'm going to do this. As uh, there were some influencers on Instagram. I'm like, I can do that. And, um, I started there and then as soon as I was able to get into the gym, cause uh, my daughter had, had to be six months to go into the gym. I actually went to the YMCA first cause at there you only, <laughs> they, they only had to be three months. So I joined right. a temporary gym, YMCA, shout uh-huh. out to YMCA. There so you go. Like, uh, and then I went back over to my gym, but I was, I started using that Focus. Smith machine, thrusting, squatting, lunging. Cause I knew what I wanted. And so I'll have people now that are like, oh my goodness, your glutes are amazing. I'm like, this has been hard, hard, hard work. This has been right. many times me You're looking, looking in the at mirror. three years right now. <laughs> yeah. Many times me looking in the mirror going, I'm not seeing what I want to see. Where is it? Where is right. that? Where is that butt I see on Instagram? <laughs> That's not here. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, right. and, but you know what? I stayed the course mm-hmm. and now, I mean, I am truly satisfied with my look. Um, and so I think though a lot of times people it's sad because they get discouraged and they just quit, you know, but that's where patience kicks in. Stay mm-hmm. with it. Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you have to remember those, those things and, and know that you're doing the right thing. Right. Even if you're not seeing immediate results. Yes. Patience. Wow. That's such a, see, I would never thought about it. Cause just like you said, I, you know, I, that's something that I, I've been good at. I've been good at being patient and that's, I would have never thought about that. And that's, that's good. I'm glad that you said it, but also too, you have gone through so much, especially with your, your body, your health and how you view yourself. Okay. And I feel like a lot of, I was raised by my mom and my grandma. So I was very, I was around females growing up 
um, all the time. And even to this day, uh, you know, I hear a lot of females say this and that about how they look and, and they might, to me, they look great, you know, like, and, and everyone has their own perspective on themselves, right? Um, even sometimes I feel like, oh, man, like, I don't look good at all. Like, I need to fix this. I need to fix this. Uh, but that's just me against me, you know? And sometimes other people are like, dude, you look great or whatever. Um, but coming from you, you have gone through so much ups and downs, ups and downs with, you know, your pregnancies and, and just everything with your body and your thyroidism, all this stuff. There has been, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure, multiple times where you could have had the opportunity to quit. And, and you didn't, which everyone could see and I could see and I could tell in your voice. But for all the other females out there who have gone through this boomerang type of thing where they have gotten results, they have lost it because they've gotten pregnant or maybe they got an injury and now all that weight came back on, but now they don't want to go back to the gym because they knew it's a lot of hard work and they just don't want to do it again. What kind of words of advice would you say to someone right now, female or male? that has been through the ups and downs, through the boomerang, having their body shift heavy, light, heavy, light, and they want to quit, and some of them have. What kind of words of, of, or suggestions of motivation that you could say right now to someone that is struggling like that? I would say don't quit. And I know that sounds simple, but, um, you know, I have been almost i mean i could say that i there were times when i did quit I, being pregnant i could have i could have chose to eat healthier i could have chose to go on walks i quit there have been times when i have cried been on the floor on my knees crying uh, you know trying to figure out why is this why did i why am i going through this why why do i have to do this or why did this happen to me why but why not me why not why I'm strong enough, you know, obviously if I'm going through this, I'm strong enough. Um, and I think the more you communicate this to people, if you're out there and you're going through something, talk to people, tell someone how you feel, connect, because the more you connect, listen to these podcasts, the more you are aware of not being alone, the less alone you're going to feel. And then you surround yourself with a community of people that believe it or not, that is where it's at. You, you have that community. That's what I love about social media. That's what I love about, you know, you can get you now there's these online coaches that will, you know, meet with you and talk to you. And because a lot of it is not just doing the work. A lot of it is mental. Majority of it is mental. And so, yes, you can get up and you can go through the motions, but are you mentally there? Are you checked in? Do you care? Because that's where it's at. And if your mind isn't right, if you aren't there right in your mind, it's never going to play out right physically. So, you know, take a deep breath, collect yourself. And if this has to be a daily thing, find a morning routine. Find If it, morning doesn't work for you, find an evening routine. Find time to focus on you. If, if you're a mama and you're busy like me, that is very hard to find. But I wake up early because I need just a few minutes to prepare for the day. Um, if I miss that, if I sleep in, look, it's, I've been there like, oh, I'll sleep a few more minutes. I'm not the same because I've missed that time to wake up, to just sit down, to do a small prayer, to prep myself for the day, to know, hey, I cannot predict the outcome of my day or I cannot predict my day, but I can, you know, make the best of it. I can choose to have a positive attitude. I can choose to work with what I have. 
And so that is where you have to start. You may not be where you want to be today, but you may, you know, like you said about walking up a flight of stairs, being out of breath, you may today walk up those flight of stairs, being out of breath. But if you start working on that today, next week, you're going to be less out of breath walking up those stairs. If you stay consistent and you work at it and little small things, I, I highly recommend journaling. I have a journal from when I went through after I had my first son, I still have it. I still have the journal and I go wow. back on it because I can, I, oh my gosh, I have it right here in my nightstand. I will go back to how I felt the day that I started. Um, you know, yeah. And I was so empty. I did not believe in myself, but I knew, I mean, I, I knew I needed to change and I knew I believed in myself and that's all you need is just a little bit of belief in yourself. And if you're alive and breathing, you need to believe in yourself, you know? And so I recommend journaling, get something right down how you feel every day. Um, because that is going to, you'll go back to that and go, why did I even start this? Oh, let me go back to page one real quick. Oh, hello. Because, <laughs> because I hate how I am right now. I mean, so I recommend the mindset changing, believing in yourself, just doing it. And Hey, even when you don't want to do it, just do it, just do it because it needs to be done. If you have kids, do it for your kids, you know, um, do it just to live a better life and to be healthier and the aesthetics will follow the, everything is going to follow. If you do it, if you do it and you're, and you are on the right path, the aesthetics will follow, have the right mentality of doing it for your health and the right reasons. Um, and you know, that is what has, that's what gets me through even, even to this day. I mean, it's, I do it for the reasons of my children, um, to have, to live the best life I can live for health reasons. Um, and yeah, I mean, that, that's the best advice I can give. That's awesome. The, the, that is good, great advice because now the next type of advice would be for people to experience it, to go and do it and, and, and to, to do the things they don't want to do or to do the workout they don't want to do to believe in themselves, to get a journal and write, to write out your goals, to find that morning routine, find the evening routine, afternoon routine, find what it is that's going to work for you. Stay consistent, show up every day for whatever it is, whatever your why is, because that's going to lead you. Motivation's temporary. You know, why and your drive is going to, and your focus is going to take you further past those roadblocks through those routes you need to take and implement, take action and, and stay consistent, be patient. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll say one more thing is, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I need to go out and do this. And you go run five miles because I haven't ran in five years. So let me go out and, you know, run, you know, or let me go to the gym and I haven't been to the gym. I'm just going to go kill it in one day because I haven't worked out in forever. Or, you know, let me go on this huge diet and cut my calories down to 1200 because that's going to work. <laughs> um, be realistic people like, you know, do everything, make small changes and change one thing and, 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 and stay wait on for it. that. Yes. And wait for yes. that to see results. Cause mm -hmm. then it, you're going to feed off of that. So if you, Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start walking. I'm going to start walking in the evening for 30 minutes, not running a marathon, not, you know, and you will be surprised at the difference you will see. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the biggest 
small change you can make is your mind. And I think that's where people need to focus on um, is looking and saying, hey, you know what? Today, I'm going to do this and I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to do something that is realistic. I know I can't run five miles every day, but I know I can walk 30 minutes for, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is something that is feasible. When we set the bar too high, we're going to fail. So let's be realistic. Let's look at it and say, this is what I can do. Know what we're able to do and then work at that. And then we can raise that bar. We can raise it and we can always raise it. Right. So absolutely, just work with that. And, and that's how you can start really believing in yourself. Yes. And, and yes, absolutely. One thing I love to say to other people too is, is there are certain things in your day that you do without even thinking about it. The way that you put on your shoes, the way that you brush your teeth, the way that you, whatever it is that you do every single day, there are things that you do that you don't even think about. And soon enough, if you do that one thing, just like you said, that one little thing today, go for that 30 minute walk and you make it to the point to where you don't even think about it. You already have your shoes on and you're walking. Now you have just done something amazing that you would have now have taken the biggest step that a lot of people don't take and you did it and you accomplished it. And I think that is very powerful too. Yeah. Yep. And then it becomes habit and becomes a part of your life and it becomes a lifestyle. Boom. And then there it is part of your journey. Yep. So, and then, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then 10 years from now, you're on a podcast talking about how you took this amazing <laughs> journey and, and all the stuff that's happened in your life. And now you're inspiring other people. And that's yeah. awesome. Gosh, this talking to you is, is so like, it's great. And, and I feel like we could talk forever about like inner happiness and self-love and, and training and, and all this stuff that comes with it. And f- even coming from you, like it's, it's an honor for me to, to ask you these questions and talk to you um, because of the stuff that you have gone through, you know, especially as a female, I have like strived to understand uh, females and what they've got, what they go through, you know, and because yeah. obviously we can't as males, we can't uh, feel for other girls that like you guys go through stuff every month and then mm-hmm. you guys go through stuff for nine months holding a child and that stuff takes damage you know not damage but it takes a toll on oh, um, yeah. on your body on your mind on the way you think on your emotions and you don't know what's happening like it's just your body and and it's it's beautiful to hear from people like you um, that have gone through it and, and for you to share and be vulnerable about the stuff you've gone through and how to overcome it I think that's beautiful yes well I enjoy sharing it I hope that you know it helps even if it's just one person to believe in themselves, you know, it, it is hard as a woman. It's hard with social media. It's hard as comparing. Um, I, I'm a huge person that just does not compare. I've never been one to compare. Honestly, I can say that genuinely. Yeah. I love helping women. I don't compare. I know that I have stuff that, you know, other women don't have and other women have things I don't have. And that's one thing that I'm very thankful for. I don't, dwell and I can look at somebody that I admire or am influenced by and say, wow, that's cool. I, I, I admire what she's doing. I may try those things. I may try to incorporate those things in my life, but I will never beat myself up because I'm not that person or I don't look like that person because that's the worst thing you can do for yourself. We are all created in, individually. We all have unique gifts and unique traits about us. And that's, you have to start embracing those. Um, and if you compare yourself with somebody, you know, remove those things, remove whatever it is that's causing you to have doubt in yourself, remove those things until you're able to be healthy enough to, to look at yourself and, and love who you are without comparing or, or you beating yourself up because you're not 
what they are, whoever you compare yourself to. So again, that falls back to self-love, which I feel like it's just, you know, we talked about a lot today, but it's so important. I mean, it, it is the foundation of um, well-being in my opinion. So yeah, absolutely. Be just be the best you you could possibly be like that and just love yourself throughout the whole journey. So amazing. Like, oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure someone right now is listening thinking like, oh my gosh, this has been so inspirational, just impacting like my heart's beating right now, you know, but before we head out, um, where is like the best way for people to kind of reach you, ask you questions maybe, or just say thank you, maybe vent to you. Um, where's the best place that our listeners can, can find you? Of course. Um, I love hearing from the people that uh, follow me. The best place is, is on Instagram. My handle is mandy.kfit, um, just the letter K-F-I-T. Um, and so I try very hard to um, respond to my DMs. Um, I value all my followers. And so that's something that, um, you know, if you reach out to me, I, I will do my best to get back with you and to help you um, any way that I can. Awesome. Amazing. Uh, yes. And, and Mandy has a bunch of stuff coming too. Like she's been doing amazing stuff as well. So just stay tuned, stay in the loop and, uh, make sure you just stay around the train hard live strong podcast. Uh, so you can always be notified whenever anything's coming, you know, your way as our amazing listeners. And also before we head out as well, if you have grabbed any sort of value in this episode or you have connected with Mandy and, and, and you, you know how it feels like, and, and you've might maybe have even found the answer today. All we ask is that you simply share out this episode to your best friend, a gym buddy, someone that maybe is going through something right now that could use this episode or simply just share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat. The more people we can get to listening to these episodes, the more lives that we can all change together. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here. Inspire people to believe in themselves. But you just listened to another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt. Amazing guest speaker, Mandy Smith. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. And live strong. All right, everybody. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.